Take it easy, he answered. There's no one around here to help you. Think about it. Consider your options. All alone in the bush, naked with no food. Better to give yourself up. This is rough country. You need clothes. He was right. The morning sun was just beginning to rise and I was shivering in the cool morning air. And embarrassed. He talked funny for a little kid. The words seemed too big for his mouth. I started to feel uneasy. But surely this little boy couldn't hurt me. He was only half my size. The angel-faced brat reached into his pocket and took out a large white handkerchief. I think you have something that belongs to me, he said. He was crazy. I was stark naked. I had no pockets. What could I possibly have that belonged to someone else? Dimples appeared in his rosy cheeks. He grinned with delight, dropped to his knees, and spread the handkerchief out on the ground. Good, he said, motioning at my fresh piece of poop. He gently scooped it up with the spoon and placed it on the handkerchief. He looked at the big brown lump of poo with sparkling eyes, as if it was made of gold. Oh, yuck! He was pinching my poop, shoveling up my... Disgusting! Gross! Surely this was a dream. It must be a nightmare. The kid was too confident for his age. His eyes were old. They seemed to know things that they shouldn't. They weren't the eyes of a child. It just didn't make sense. This couldn't be happening. At any moment I would wake up to find a smiling mother telling me that everything was all right. I made one last effort to be friendly. "'What's your name?' I asked. "'Shut up!' he said. He was peering down the rough, hilly track. I put on a false grin. "Okay," I said. "'If you won't tell me your name, I'll call you Pooper Scooper.' He didn't reply. He was listening to the sound of an engine. An engine with a loud, unfriendly growl. Someone else was coming. Pooper Scooper jumped to his feet as a truck rumbled around the bend. It was a four-wheel drive, a khaki-coloured Hummer, a low, mean military vehicle with huge off-road tyres. It left the track and crawled right over a large rock in the clearing. I half expected to see soldiers staring through the narrow slit of its windscreen, but I couldn't see anyone. The glass was tinted black. The driver jumped out onto the long grass. A girl. She was a little kid too, about the same age as Pooper Scooper, five or six at the most. What was she doing driving a truck? She must have been sitting on a pillow just to see over the steering wheel. She wore red and blue racing car gloves, a baseball cap, and a driving jacket fit for a Formula One champion. It was covered in advertisements and bright sewn-on patches. One of them read, Reptile. The name suited her. She licked her lips with a flicking tongue, just like a lizard about to catch a fly. Someone inside lifted a canvas flap on the back of the Hummer. Two more infants jumped out. They were dressed in expensive walking gear. They had Nike boots and designer jeans. One wore a woolen beanie on his head. The other had spiky red hair and scowled a lot. 
They carried backpacks with aluminium frames. Ropes, knives and whistles hung from their belts. The knives had big blades and burnt bone handles. Everything they owned was new and shiny, state-of-the-art. Each of them had a mobile phone strapped on at the waist. They all sported military watches and compasses. The red-haired gorilla held a large net. Each one had the same creepy, knowing eyes. I just stood there gaping at the crazy sight, and as I did, a feeling of coming danger crawled over my naked skin. An alarm bell rang inside my brain. I was naked, but they didn't seem to care. I felt like... prey. Time to go, I said to myself. Too late. The little scowler's net fell over my head and wrapped itself around my naked body.